This is Pastor D-R-E on the M-I-C, and this is, come on, this is, this is Ready, Set, Release. Yes, your work week is over. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend is upon you, which means, guess what? Sunday is just around the corner. But let's not wait till Sunday. How about we just give God praise right now? Yes, give him praise right now for what he's done. I don't know about you, but I've had one of those weeks where it, it made you just want to kind of sort of want to step off a little bit, but the devil is alive. We made it, people. Come on and give God praise. This is Ready, Set, Release. This is Pastor D-R-E on the M-I-C back with you. I, I want to share this word with, with you on today. I'm, I'm really excited about this word. And I think this is a right now word for not only the people who are listening to me, but for myself as well. I'm going to be coming from Psalms 126, starting at verse 1. Psalms 126, starting at verse 1. And it says, when the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Then our mouths were filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. And we said, the Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. What I would just wanna just put in your ear on today is get ready for your return. Get ready for your comeback. Some of you have been experiencing uh, uh, bondage. You have been experiencing captivity in your life. You haven't been able to be free in your life. But I'm telling you right now, I'm decreeing right now that you need to get ready to be free in your life. You need to get ready to laugh again in your life. You need to get ready to praise God again in your life. How long has it been since you really gave God a praise? Hallelujah. Because and, and, and I ask that only because it can sometimes life can get so hard that we we shut down. We shut down our praise. We we no longer open our mouths and give God praise. We no longer celebrate. We no longer smile. Some of us have been in captivity so long that that we no longer have joy in our lives. Can I go a little deeper? Some of us, we don't even have hope in our lives of faith in our lives that things are going to turn out better and i come to tell you on today that you are getting ready to be set free in your life you're getting ready to be set free in your life and and, and i know a lot of times when we talk about being set free we talk about we think about jail or, or we think about handcuffs because oftentimes when you think about captivity you only think about it in the physical realm but how many can testify that sometimes we're not just locked up physically but we're locked up emotionally we're not just locked up emotionally but we're locked up mentally we're not just locked up mentally, but we're locked up spiritually. All of us go through things, have been through things that, that tend to uh, uh, strap us, that tend to restrict us from being the very best that we can be. We go through things that restrict us from being what God has called us to be. But sound the alarm, let the devil know and tell yourself in the mirror that my best days are starting now that i'm going to be free 
now. How many can grab hold to that word, to that declaration and say, I'm going to be free now. Now, not tomorrow, but now. Not in the future, in the in the sweet by and by, but, but now. I'm going to start living my best life now. The Bible says, when the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. Guess what, people? I believe that in this season, God is going to do something so amazing in your life. And not just amazing, but do it so quickly in your life that it's going to seem like a dream. Oh, goodness. It's going to seem like it's not even real. Your 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 mind is not going, going to be able to comprehend what God has done in your life. Your, your mind is not going to be able to comprehend how fast this thing changed in your life, how fast your, 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 uh, your, 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 your situation changed because he's doing it quickly. He's doing it quickly. Some of us, you know, when we talk about suffering, we some of us we say we go through seasons, and and and, and when I say the word seasons, I'm not just talking about literal seasons, but we've been through a long season. We've we've been through a long drought in our life, and so of course, with long droughts, the enemy can have the ability to make you look at life different. The enemy will always try to make you look at life different, to make you think that God lied to you, to make you think that there's nothing to what he said. And so I believe for some of us, because we have, we have been through the fire, we have been through the droughts, We've been through so much that God is going to turn this thing around quickly and he's going to make you laugh. Then our mouths were filled with laughter and our tongues with singing. When, when, whenever you laugh, I'm talking about a show enough laugh. Now, 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 tell me if I'm wrong. Help me if I'm wrong. But but when you laugh, a, a, a true laugh has to come from a true place. I, I know what it is to to. Uh, put on a facade to to put on a smile when you're torn up inside. Uh, some some of us can fool people because we know how to crack a, a little smile as long as we don't have to say anything. We 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 know how to crack a little smile even when when all hell is breaking loose. I I, I know that there's a, a mother out there who who has put on a facade or put on a front in front of their children because they didn't want their children to worry about where the next meal was coming from or what's going to happen tomorrow. And so you put on this little smile. It, it, it's not a true smile, but it's just, it's, it's a smile that just covers the pain. There's a father out there. There's a husband out there who, who has put on a facade for his wife and for his kids and 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 has has put on this facade this little smile masking all the tears that flow at night and and, and so it's easy to put on a facade you can you can fake it for a minute with with just a look but 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 you can't fake laughter 
No, you can't. You you really can't fake laughter. Oh, hallelujah. I feel this thing in here. You really can't fake laughter because when you really have to to, to really have a, a, a show enough good laugh, it has to come from your inside. There has to be joy on the inside for you to really laugh. Yes, you, you might have been through the rigors of life and, and all the pain of life, but when you laugh, when you show enough laugh, you really laugh. Why? Because there is joy in you. Why? Because there is freedom in you. Why? Because there is hope in you. God is getting ready to make you laugh and laugh not chuckle but laugh i remember my 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 former pastor pastor dana a holmes i i believe this was about 97 and and he made a shirt the church had a, a, a the, the church had a t-shirt and a sweatshirt made and it said the devil said what and it had a picture of a man falling out on the ground laughing why because that person on that t-shirt represented us and and what it said to us was no matter what the enemy has said no matter what the enemy has came with we are going to laugh why because we know that the word of god that has been spoken over our lives is true we know that god is not a man that we should that he should lie neither the son of man that he should repent and whatever god has said concerning us is going to happen ladies and gentlemen get ready to laugh matter of fact go ahead and practice your laugh go ahead and crack a smile go ahead and look at yourself in the mirror like miss Seely. you remember the story and and the color purple was sugar Gabriel had to tell me silly go ahead and smile girl i'm telling you out there right now go ahead and laugh because victory is yours change is yours freedom is yours when the lord brought back the captivity of zion or turned the captivity of zion we were like those who dreamed then our mouths were filled with laughter hallelujah and our tongues with singing you, you you're gonna you're gonna get your praise back you know i i know we're supposed to praise them william murphy had a song said that said uh i'll praise you in the good and the bad and and i'll praise you when i'm happy and when i'm sad and and yes that's a sacrificial praise but 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 someone can 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 testify of this there's nothing like a show enough praise when everything is going good there's nothing like a show enough praise when you see god truly did work it out in your life oh god there's nothing like a show enough praise when the word of god has manifested the god the, the word of god is getting ready to manifest in your life and you're going to be filled with singing you're going to be filled with praise hallelujah let the redeem of the lord say so <laughs> it, it, when, when you say so it's not just saying you, you're not just saying i'm redeemed or i'm free but but your actions show it let the redeem of the lord say so glory to god glory to god but this is this is the part that i like about this scripture listen up listen this is the part i like it says the lord uh, and, and, and our tongues were saying okay listen to this it says then they said among the nations the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for them. Now, now, if you're really not paying attention, 
to this 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 sentence you might miss the importance or the impact of it first of all when we look at psalms 1 and 126 and we're looking at this passage you must understand that israel the people of god have been in bondage for about i, I believe it's about 70 years I'm, i believe it's about 70 years and and so they have been uh in bondage i believe to to babylon in babylon for 70 years and so god changes it in the blink of an eye and god does it in such a miraculous way that the nations that surrounded them and that knew of them and not only of them but of their god said the lord has done great things for them oh god help me in here now 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 let me back up a little bit i want you to see this the nations other nations said the lord has done great things for them here's my question or my statement do you realize that the nations bordering them and even the nation that they came out of doesn't know their god see you must understand there were other countries or nations yes and and, and but they were serving other gods gods plural they were not serving the same god that israel served but when israel's god the true and living god brought them out in such a way it made other nations who may not even believe in their god and may not worship their god take notice of their god and how great he was when he delivered his people oh god oh god god can make can can bless you in such a way god can free you in such a way that it makes other nations take note of the god you serve let me bring it down to you god can bless you in such a way and deliver you in such a way that those who don't serve your god the same person who said i don't know why you go to church and i don't know why you serve uh god i don't know why 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 you even bother with that he he, he can bless you and free you in such a way that it testifies of his greatness and it ministers to unbelievers <laughs> See, you said you wanted to to be you you wanted to to be used by God, and and you said that you wanted to be a testimony to God, and and, and you said that you wanted to 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 take his his message to the nations. Let me tell you something. Sometimes the best message that you can give an unbeliever is letting them see your life. You may not be able to get them to pick up a Bible yet. But if they can see God work in your life, 
Oh God, if they can see God work in your life and how great God is in your life and the love of God in your life and his power in your life and his glory in your life and his blessings in your life, it will minister to them and say, tell me about this God you serve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's going to bring you out to other nations have to take notice. People that don't believe in your God are going to take notice. Can I say other nationalities are going to take notice? Can I take tell you, uh, can I say that other, uh, 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 other, other people who believe in different, in other religions are going to take notice? Why? Because God is going to deliver you with a mighty hand. The Lord has done great things for us. Or the Lord has done great things for them. It's the, the nations that the word is passing through. Understand there was no there was no social media. There was no YouTube. There was no Facebook. There was no anchor. There was no podcast. There was there was no TikTok, no Instagram. They could not give a, a mass uh, uh, um a mass testimony at one time and, and so to, for for the nations to speak of how great their god was and how he delivered uh the children of israel with a mighty hand it had to go the old-fashioned way where news just started spreading around through word of mouth that's talking and talking and telling did you hear about what happened to the children of israel did you hear what god has done for them this time did you hear about this did you hear about that oh god i've come to take listen don't be scared of the gossip don't be scared of your name getting out there because you're going to start hearing, did you, did you hear what they said about, did you see what God did for, 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 uh, John? Did you, did you hear what God did for Dolores? Did you hear what God did for whatever your name might be? Did you hear what they did for them? What God did for them? It's going to spread like wildfire. God is going to get glory out of your life. Oh, God, I don't know what you've been through. I, I, I don't know where you're coming from, but I just come to tell you that God is going to get glory out of your life. And, and the scripture says the Lord has done great things for them. And we said we testified. We confirmed it. We amended when we said the Lord has done great things for us. See, don't ever get so, so, so timid that you don't give uh, that you that you're scared to spread your testimony that you're scared to give God praise that you're scared to stand flat-footed and say what God has done for you because I have found out the more that you praise God yes the more that you testify of who God is the more that you shout his name at the mountaintop the more he begins to bless you why because he can trust you to to carry his name he can trust you not to fall get small in in big places he can trust you that whatever he gives you you're going to tell the world about it the lord has done great things for us and yes we are glad are you glad are you glad this is your time for comeback this is your time for comeback. And, and I don't know at, at what part you are in your comeback story. But you're coming back. You're coming out. You're coming back. You're coming out. Hallelujah. This is the time. And he's going to do it swiftly. Or should I say, suddenly
I want you to get that in your mindset. I want you to write it down on a piece of paper. I want you to write it down in your confessions. God is going to do it suddenly. I remember God was telling me about this year and he said to me right now, you must understand it, it may not mean much to you right now or because you don't know me, but you must understand I am not a person who, who, who has these models every year. You know, in 1995, we were doing so fine. And in 1996, we, he got it fixed. No, I'm not that type of person. I believe that God is going to do exactly what he said he's going to do. But I will tell you this. He told me for 2022, this is the year of manifestation. This is the year of manifestation. In other words, everything that you've been praying about, everything that has been promised to you, this year, if you believe, you're going to walk into it. This is the year of manifestation. And so what I'm saying to you is, I don't know where you are in your walk or what part of the story you are in, the story you are in, but just understand he's turning it around for your good. He's bringing you out of your situation. Now, there are some people who may say, but I did a lot of this, these things on my own. In other words, the reason that I've been through and the reason that I, I, I have gone through what I've gone through is because of some of the decisions, some of the decisions I have made. And if we really be honest, that might be a lot of our testimonies. We made decisions that were contrary to the word of God. He told me not to do it, but I did it. He warned me not to do it, but I did it. And now I find myself in a dilemma. Now I find myself in a problem. I will reference the prodigal son, the story of the prodigal son. He had everything that he needed from his father, but he wanted to do things his own way. And so he asked his father for his inheritance right now. And so if you're familiar with the story, the prodigal son went to a foreign land and began to live life on his terms doing what he wanted to do, not acknowledging the father, not, not acknowledging what he has been taught, what, what he learned, the things that he learned. He decided that he was going to rewrite his own story and do things the way he wanted to do. And, and some of us are like that because we decide that, you know, we don't really want to do it God's way. And so we begin to make 
decisions on our own. You must understand this. First of all, for those who don't know, God is never going to make you do something that you don't want to do. Now, he might encourage you to do something, but he's not going to make you do anything. He will never do that. He will allow you to have your own mind and for you to make your own decisions. And so some of us might say, well, I am just like the children of Israel. The reason why they're in Babylon is because they refuse to hear God. And so now they've gotten into this mess. And, and so they're getting what they deserve. And, and so how, how do I how, how do I know that this is my year of manifestation? This is my year to come out of the situation that I am in. Well, let me tell you this. God is a merciful God. He is a merciful God. I'm telling you from scripture, he is merciful. And I'm telling you from personal experience that God is a merciful God. And so here is what I would tell you. If you were to look at 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, you will hear a verse that says this. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. I'm almost in tears right now because I know God to be a healer and I, I, I know him to be a man of his word, a God of his word. He says, if you will humble yourself and pray, start conversation with me, and seek my face, seek me with a passion, pursue me with a passion. He says, I will heal your land and turn from your wicked, your wicked ways. I will heal your land. Now, what is your land? Your land is wherever you need God to heal you. Wherever you are lacking in your life or whatever, wherever or whatever you're broken, wherever you're broken in your life, God says, I will heal it. I will heal it when you seek my face. When you make the decree that you know more, that, that God knows more than you do, when you're, when you're able to humble yourself, surrender, put down the pride, and say, Lord, I need you. I need you. He says, when you do that, I will heal your land. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is your time. As a matter of fact, if you are that person who needs to get it right with God, if you are now realizing, if if you can, if if you are now taking down your pride and 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 have the be be humble enough to say, you know what, I messed this up. I messed up. There's no better time than the present to get it right. Talk to your father right now. If you got to turn me off right now, talk to your father right now. He's waiting for you. Don't let pride cause you to get out of position and disqualify you for what's for what God has for you. This is my year of manifestation and my captivity ends today. That's D.R.E. on the M.I.C. And that song you heard was Travis Green, Just Want You. It's a it's an older song, but it's still very powerful, very powerful. As a matter of fact, uh, Travis Green has a church in my, my hometown of Columbia, South Carolina. And I heard that it is very good. Hopefully I'll get out there one day. Um, but right now, I just want to give you some, some you know, like I, I've always said, I, I like to hear positive messages. I want to give positive messages on today. The news is filled with everything that's wrong. So I feel like it is my duty to give positive messages for today. So I'm going to do that. But before I do that, I just happened to uh, stumble across this story. I really hadn't read a lot into it. So I'm just going to give it to you as I see it right now. And basically, this story is saying uh, that... Uh, the government is thinking about giving family families a a uh, how should I say a gas uh, stimulus. In other words, they're gonna they're thinking about giving families families a stimulus check for gas. I mean, really, has gas gotten that high that we now have to have the government to help us out with the gas prices? that they're kind of controlling. I'm not saying I'm conspiracy theorist, but, uh, you know, listen, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know about all these stimulus checks. You know, I understood it. I understood it during COVID, uh, you know, because that was something that we've never seen before. But now it just seems like, you know, they're giving checks for everything or thinking about giving checks for everything. And before you say that I have a whole bunch of money, I don't have a whole bunch of money. But I also understand how things work. You can't keep giving, 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 and never receiving or never, you know, think up about thinking about uh, repercussions. You know, you're going, you're going to, you're going to mess up eventually. At some point, 
you know, you just got to take your medicine. And, you know, if you're going to, if the government is going to spend money like that, uh, if they have the ability, I really don't want to do this, but since I'm here, if they have the ability, so let me just read this, this part right here. It says uh, that the government, federal government, uh, to, is to offer stimulus payments or rebate checks to help reduce the pain at the pump. Families with two children could get as much as 300 per month as long as the nation's average gas price exceeds $4. Okay? So, so, uh, and I think I read somewhere else where it's like, it's per car as well. Some places are talking about per car. Listen, if the government can give 300 per month to people for gas and just on what I read with no qualifications it's not like there's a a uh, a thought of how much that person makes a year or anything like that it's just just for everybody if you're able to do that I just feel like this is me personally now you don't have to agree with me but I just feel like you can give that 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 money can be better served doing something else you know um you know we we could do a lot more with that money if you can do $300 per month uh for the entire US why why are we not investing that in some other things like technology like education a big one education uh how about the the uh you know some of these people who are without food i mean i just feel like there's a lot more we could do you know I don't want to get into that, but that, that just blew my mind. Let me know what you think about it. You can email me. Let me know what you think about it. But let me give you some good news. So this is coming from The Breakfast Club. 50 Cent, uh, the rapper 50 Cent, uh, has something called the G-Star Program, uh, where he basically helps uh, high schoolers pursue their dream of entrepreneurship. And so... Uh, on Thursday, March 24th, 50 Cent uh, hit up his Instagram timeline to congratulate a local high school student for winning a college scholarship that he did for $48,000. $48,000. The young lady's name was Kennedy from Kashmir High School in Houston. And so big ups to 50 Cent for uh, giving uh, this young lady a scholarship to, she's going to Texas, the University of Texas, and I think that's very big. You know, everybody wants to talk about all the the things that you know people do, but let's let's also recognize the rappers, the hip hop artists who are making the difference in the community. You know, and aren't just taken from the community. Hello, somebody, but they actually giving back, gave her a full scholarship in hopes that she would be she would be uh, uh, in hopes to help her pursue her dream of being an entrepreneur and that's very big you know the only way that we're going to continue success is if we invest in in the next generation all right so that's 50 cents big up 50 you know love what you're doing uh this story is from i believe from cbs news mackenzie scott the former wife of amazon founder jeff bezos has donated 3.8 billion with a B, billion dollars to 465 charities since June. Now, talking about investing in people, 
3.8 billion dollars uh to 465 different charities now you know I, I i don't keep up with a lot of the you know the other news you know anything that's not positive i just try to focus on positive stories but from what i understand like it's the article says she's the former wife of jeff bezos the amazon owner and she got a nice i'll just say a nice uh uh severance package and uh, but she hasn't kept it to herself and that's what i love about it she has been giving constantly giving and i think she gave some money to uh the hbcus not too long ago so you know i just love what she's doing i'm glad that she's just not sitting on it and she could just have this wonderful life of her own but she is truly trying to make a change. And let me just tell people out there, you don't have to be the former wife of Jeff Bezos to make a change or to help your community. You don't have to be Jeff Bezos. You can. You don't have to have a million, a million dollars. You can just, it's the simple things that you can do to help your community. See, that's what we miss it sometimes is we feel like we gotta have a whole bunch of money in order to help our community. But that's just not true. It's it's what's about it's what is in your heart. It's what's in your heart that that matters. You know, it's what you want to do. You can start with just giving little kids ice cream at the ice cream truck. You know how many smiling faces you will get, and maybe the kids wouldn't be so, you know, hard to control if someone just showed them some love. Maybe they wouldn't be. You know, we talk about how the kids are just so disrespectful or whatever. But you know, you gotta plant. You gotta plant seeds when they're young to show them how to act to show them somebody loves them and then and then eventually hopefully when they get uh older they won't feel like they're out of here in this world alone don't get me started on another message but it's it's the truth many kids act up because they feel like no one cares just like many adults hello somebody many adults act up because they feel like no one cares but uh Mackenzie Scott, thank you so much. Mackenzie Scott, former wife of Jeff Bezos, she's given $3.8 billion, you know, to 465 charities since June. She's doing her part. She is definitely doing her part. I lost my spot on here. Let's see what else we got. What else we got? This is the main one that I want to get to. And and I hope I don't mess this up. This is the main one. This is courtesy of News One. Um, there's a a young man by the name of Lamont McIntyre uh, who served 23 years behind bars for a double homicide he did not commit. Let that sink in. 23 years. He, 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 was, uh, he was put in jail at the age of 17, incarcerated at the age of 17 and after 23 years, he finally got the justice that he deserved, where it was found out that he did not commit the murders that he was charged for. So they let him out. He was exonerated after 23 years. Now, most people, if you lost 23 years of your life, and this is this is really more than half his life. He's lost 23 years of his life. Most of us would be mad and 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 must admit rightfully so this gentleman is not mad at all uh again his name is lamont mcintyre and so he spent 23 years in prison 
and and uh, after he got out, after being exonerated for being wrongly convicted, uh, he started a nonprofit organization called uh, the Miracle of of uh, Innocence. The Miracle of Innocence. Um, now that's big. That's big. You lose half your life, and so when you get out, you feel so you're not mad and so to make sure you can help others he's not just he's not just going about going about his life he's reaching back to get others who might have went through the same situation that he went through and helped them listen let me ask you something how many times have you been wrongfully accused or something bad happened to you and so that it didn't happen to anybody else you took it upon yourself to make a difference to help change some things. Oh, that's 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 just something we'll talk about later. But so yeah, so he's he started this nonprofit organization organization called the Miracle of Innocence. And so with this organization, they're not just doing stuff like giving uh, former inmates clothes or uh, shoes or anything like that. But he actually is, um, you know, helping them with a car. He's helping them get job skills. Uh, he's learn. He's teaching them how to uh, fill out a resume. Um, everything that most people in the prison don't know how to do. He's doing that. He's providing that service for people just like him. And I salute that totally. Um, just a little background on him. So after he got out, he he's he started the nonprofit, and so now he's also the proud business owner of uh, a couple of businesses like uh, a barbershop, property management, and uh, property management LLC and McIntyre, McIntyre Property Group. Lamont McIntyre, sir, we salute you. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for not being bitter and allowing things that happened in your past to disrupt uh, your present and not only hinder your future but hinder other people's future uh can i just say this to people who may be listening to me right now a lot of times we have things that happen in our past and because we have those things that happen in our past we tend to uh kind of give up on our future but i want you to think about this how many people are affected by you giving up how many people are affected by you giving up? You know, if you didn't give up, how many people, how many lives could you touch? You understand what I'm saying? You know, kind of think about it like this. Let me let me put it in an example. If a husband and wife are going through and they got three or four kids, right? And and so the the husband decides that he no longer wants the wife and he divorces the wife but when he divorces the wife he also divorces his kids and because he divorces his wife he divorces his kids not that you have to but he decided to and now the kids have no direction how much pain could that cause in that child's life because they decided uh he decided they decided that they could not work out anymore they didn't want to work out anymore and instead of you know trying to uh, still be a father, he gave up. How how do you think that child would be affected? 
you know that's why i salute you know both men and women the parents who 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 decide as much as we don't get along i'm still not gonna allow what we got going on to affect our children you know we still have to be there for the kids maybe we can't make it in the house but can we at least agree, agree to do what's right for the kids you know we'll be cordial to each other for the kids you know so so i all i'm saying is you know let's not let's not let things that happen in our on our in our past or the things that have traumatized us in life to shut us down to the point we don't touch the lives that we were supposed to that's all i'm trying to say but big ups to all the stories that you heard on today all the people that that are doing big things out here that are that are still um you know in the community helping as much as they can we love you i love you i salute you and keep doing what you're doing all right i'll be back in a few minutes all right This is Pastor D.R.E. on the MIC, and I want to take this time to give you a personal invitation to join us on our Facebook page, LLH Ministries. Again, that is LLH Ministries for our services that we have each week. On Wednesday nights, we have our Bible study that starts at 730. And then on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., we have our regular services where we have praise and worship and we also have the word that come forth, you know, and it's a great time in the Lord. Also during the month, we have other little things that are sprinkled in between such as our youth services getting sturdy. And then we have our men's services where I just talk to men on numerous subjects, you know, such as intimacy and what it really means to be a man, just straight talk with the men. So if you're interested, if you want to know more about us, Hit us up, LLH Ministries Facebook page. Again, that's LLH Ministries. You will not be disappointed, and I hope to see you soon.